Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Jim, how's your day? Uh, my day was delightful, thank you for asking. Well, yeah, I thought I'd ask. I asked. You know, you see... Tom, who... What? 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 <laughs> who? What? Now we got two Toms on the line. This is going to be hard. Two times to make a right, am I right? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> high five. No, one, no one's here to give me a high five. That's not... Damn it. All right. Damn it. <sighs> Tom, where are you again? You're in Illinois or somewhere, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where in Illinois? Uh, Do you not Kelowna, want... Illinois, so don't blink. You'll miss it. Okay. But uh, around Quad Cities, so about three hours south are west you... of Chicago. Are you um, in the witness protection program or something? No. Okay. No. It just seems like somewhere they'd put somebody. No, I'm from here. There very well could be. You know, I live in one of those cookie-cutter neighborhoods, so Uh, very well could be some witness protection program folks here, but they're all good. Nice. They're all good. All right. You guys ready to talk about some booze? I have been waiting for this for days. Drink some booze. All right. Yeah, I'm going to drink some, too. I got got mine ready to go. So, I got I yeah. got three fingers and a very generous thumb of each of my top five. Nice. <laughs> oh boy, this is this is, be, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. All right, let's get it started. Hey everyone, this is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom Skull, and uh, that very happy, healthy, um, not so tired anymore voice. When I talked to you earlier, you sound tired, more tired. But that is Jim. Patron doubt. Doubt. How you doing, buddy? I don't know. I don't know if that was a compliment or no, not. No, it was not. It was an observation, Jim. It was an okay. observation. Um, you Thank s- you. you when I talked to you earlier, you sounded sleepy, but you were at work, so I figured you got a couple couple winks in at work, right? Yeah. 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 yeah something like that. Well, Jim, hey, we're joined by uh, a friend of yours. You have another friend named Tom, other than me. Yeah. Yeah. I limit my friend restrictions to a three-letter name. It, the same name apparently <laughs> but uh it's we easier to remember. well jim why don't you introduce your friend <laughs> jim go ahead and introduce tom uh well the other gentleman on the line is uh one of my best friends tom anderson both of you were in my wedding actually yes, yes. and uh i don't recall that no i don't, I don't know why i was told i had a uh, great time so and, and <laughs> the whole neighborhood said you had a great time <laughs> and uh tom anderson was the best man in my wedding there you go there you go the better man that's what you that's what you are well hey tom thanks for joining us i know i know uh this topic we're doing uh top five liquor brands this is yours in jim's department i'm i'm, I'm just gonna fill in the gaps here i think that's uh is that, that's safe to say right that's fair. Yeah, it's pretty safe. All right, all right. When yeah. uh, when I told Tom that this was our next topic, he goes, um, "I'm going to be on that show." <laughs> yeah, and I think you must have texted me right after. You're like, uh, "Tom's going to be on our show." 
I'm yeah. Like, All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, of course he is. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, good. Well, Jim, real quick, can we? I know you. Uh, you just got the baby down to sleep. So we're we're we're, we're, guys, we're, we're, uh, we're you're a free man right now. I mean, I guess in yeah, matter of for speaking. An, for an, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how long. Sometimes it's fifteen minutes. Sometimes it's four hours. You never know how long he's going to be out. I did uh, did put some Benadryl in his milk. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, you're like uh, you're like a, a an American Eagle uh, American uh, Airlines flight attendant. That's isn't that isn't that in their <laughs> training program? And there goes that sponsorship. Oh boy! Oh. Yeah, well, wait, real quick. Speaking of sponsors, let's get let's let's talk about our sponsor really quick, uh, Jim, and then we'll get to our show. Kane Auto out of Hermantown, Minnesota. Um, uh, they're awesome. I've been following them on Facebook for a while now. Uh, they just posted a new car, or not new car. It's 2011 uh, Acura MDX. It's like one of those uh, SUVs. Jim, you're a family man now. Do you have an SUV yet? Or are you still we rocking? Do have an SUV. Still rocking the yeah. two seater Porsche. That's that's the way you roll. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, mm-hmm. this uh, this 2011 only 23,000 miles on it. I think an old lady just drove it to church. I don't think they use this car much, but uh, only 17,200. Really cool car. Um, it's fully loaded. Follow them on Facebook. These guys are awesome. Um, call Mike up there 218-390-8234. Um, and check out all their cars. They get these cars from all over the place. Um, us three, we're in we're in more inclement weather states. Um, and so we get a lot of snow. The, a lot of these cars they get, I come from like places that haven't seen snow yet. So like they're perfect, no rust, no salt stains on them. So, uh, check them out. Uh, like I said, call Mike two one eight three nine zero eighty two thirty four, and, uh, yeah, check out their cars. I, I, uh, I'm, I gotta convince the wife to get a new car. Do you think, do you think I can do it, Jim? Do you think I can convince my wife to do it? What's your current car situation? Um, she already has an SUV. So the answer to this question is no, because she's taken okay. care of. I have a piece of shit you don't <laughs> um, matter. Nissan Altima with bald tires. No. And you could have a skateboard, and you're still not getting a new car. No, and that skateboard might have better tires on my car. I think the key is here, I should just buy new tires. But I just <laughs> I don't want to. I just don't want to. I figured, well, just uh, Jesus take the wheel. Isn't that that one girl said? Um, we'll just go with that. Um, what was her name? She was a big uh, singer. Carrie Underwood. Oh yeah, the Carrie Underwear. Yeah, that girl. Yeah. Was that Carrie Underwood? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do need a new car. I, I want a truck though, and they've been posting trucks too. But anyway, thanks to them. Check them out. K and E Auto. Follow them on Facebook. But uh, let's get to our show. We uh, had a few comments we needed. To, we need to talk about. We have a new listener, Jim. A new listener. Can okay. you believe it? No. Yes. I thought we hit. I thought we targeted everybody in the world so far. Well, we're targeting them. Doesn't mean they're 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 listening. But uh, I have to tell tell this one. A new listener named Mike. He reached out to us on Twitter, and he said, "Hey, just heard your concerts episode. That was a, that was a couple months back." He said, "Tom, you have no idea what you missed. I saw Prince four times, and those shows would rank four of my top five. Uh, and he's right, man. I wish I would have seen Prince before he passed away. That would have been an awesome, awesome concert. Um, and he, but then he kept writing to us, and he said, going through all your old episodes now, I must say your show is great. Um, I was discussing with a friend the other day, and you guys are, seem to be about the same age as us, and, um, and we're also from the Midwest, so something about your show just makes it very listenable. And uh, I was like, well, thank you. That, that's kind of nice. And he says, he says, I'm going as far back as I can on iTunes. And then he wrote back, okay, now I'm downloading the Podbean app so I can go back to the beginning. So this guy's <laughs> going to listen to all our shows. 
And then he wrote real quick, the MTV show episode, every MTV show's episode was fun, even though you left off two of my favorites, which was The State. Oh, that was a great show. Oh, and, man. Yeah. Now I'm kind of mad I left that one off. Um, and The John Stewart Show, which was uh, ahead of its time, I would say, The John Stewart Show. And he says, being a Navy, white Navy brat, um, I still loved Yo! MTV Raps, he said. So he watched it after school every day. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Uh, God, going back and listening to all our shows, man, hopefully he doesn't listen to some of the early ones. <laughs> those are pretty, those are touch and go. Those are very I just touch- binged, Go ahead. I just binge you guys from like, oh, I want to say September to, to last week um, in about two days. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Are you okay? I was a little behind. <laughs> yeah. Print, you mentioned Prince earlier. Prince, side note. Yeah. Um, he actually, his last concert was here where I live. This is, I'm pretty sure. Do you remember that, Jim? That's right. It was. Yeah. <sighs> and he passed away and they, they, they took him from here. It was at the, uh, now the tax layer center, formerly known as the iWireless center. Well, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Did you guys ever see Prince? Jim, I don't think you yeah. said you never saw Prince, but man, I would have loved to see him. He was a Minnesota treasure. People, uh, people still go line up at his house at Paisley Park outside of uh, Lake Mantonka. Like all, it's like a shrine to him. They still go. Oh, I he, bet. Yeah, and so it's, it's no different than it's no different than uh, than you know when you go. Oh God, like like Graceland. All these monuments <laughs> to rock stars from the '70s, and people go and right. they write their name on it and all that stuff. Yeah, yep. he just got a humongous house. Yeah, he's got a yeah. It's it's huge, but you know which one is his house if you're ever driving uh, near Lake Minnetonka in Minnesota. But anyway, purple yeah, purple, I... purple everything, and that's okay. That's it's Paisley, Jim. It's not purple. It's Paisley. Paisley. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, getting going on to a couple other things. Uh, people wrote in about we're, they're very excited about this episode. We're gonna be talking about our top five liquor brands, and uh, I know Jim and Tom are very excited. And a lot of people are excited as well. Um, Kevin wrote in. He's like hoping. He says hoping Mad Dog Twenty Twenty is on one of your lists. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matt wrote in. He says High West is my jam, but also a big Tattersall Distillery fan. Um, and that's a local Minnesota boozery. He calls it. Um, and then our buddy Dave from Canada wrote. He gave us his top five. He put Patron Tequila, Beef Eater Gin, Tito's Vodka. Weiser's Deluxe Whiskey and Kirkland, and he said yeah. just everything Kirkland. <laughs> he didn't yeah. specify. <laughs> so no, that's a great pick. Uh, Kirkland is Costco's house brand. Oh, okay. All um, right. So it's like in Costco, Costco will take really good brands and then just slap their name on it. So not anymore, but for the longest time, their uh, their vodka was Grey Goose and their Scotch was Macallan, oh. and then you could get like the big bottle for like nineteen bucks. Oh. See, that's good. That's good. That just sets you up for the whole weekend, you know? <laughs> just Costco's a good thing, Jim. Do you guys have Costco's in Cleveland? We do, but um, it's state-run liquor here, so we can't get liquor at our Costco's. <sighs> you know, some people. How about you, Tom? How about Illinois? What's it like there? You got, you got Costco's? Uh, my local uh, Shell gas station probably has more liquor in it than your Costco. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Illinois is just open season when it comes. It's just to open that. season can, with everything. Uh, All right. You can quite the selection. You can, uh, yeah, fill up your tank and get a pizza and a fifth of Jack all at the same time. 
Yeah, or a handle, depending on what you're going after. Yeah. <laughs> it's very competitive pricing, too. So you can get the, the same thing at the Shell or even at the 7-Eleven across the street as you can at the Super Walmart down the street for the same price. Well, that's a good And I don't have to go to a Walmart that way. So it's, it's pretty much win-win. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's get into our, our top five list here. I got, I got a, I'm making myself a drink right now. You guys got something in front of you? I do. I do. Hold on, let me put my ice nice. in my cup there. And, oh, I need one more. I need one more. I can't What's everybody drinking? Tom, Tom. Well, uh, I'm, I'm drinking Tom, my number Tom, one. Tom number two. Okay. Which Tom one's... number one and Tom number two. <laughs> thing one, Let's thing two. Let's make this easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm drinking my number one, so I'm not going to tell you what I'm drinking. Okay, um, fair but enough. But I'm, I'm going to enjoy it immensely, especially because I don't work tomorrow. So. Oh, not son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I know. So thanks for changing uh, the day on on, on me, Jim, because I I yeah. can have more fun now. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. I don't know. You what are you what are you drinking? Are you drinking one of your one of your ones on your list, or are you drinking? Something I'm not. Else? Oh, what are you drinking? No, I'm, I'm drinking something else. I'm drinking something for our Canadian friends. I've got uh, a bottle of Wayne Gretzky number ninety nine Red Cask Canadian whiskey. Ooh, you took you. Um, someone just got that for you, right? Because you sent me a picture of that. Mm-hmm. I had a, a buddy of mine just went up to uh, Canada and picked some up while he was there and brought it back for me. Mm, nice. Those Canadians, they know their whiskey. Mm-hmm. How about you, Tom? You said you're drinking a sample of every one of your top five, correct? Yeah, I got them all poured out here. I'm already working on my number five. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get into it. I think we should go with uh, guests first, don't you think, Jim? Do you think? I do. All right. Well, Tom, what what is your number five? Oh, uh, my number five is, uh, it's been around since 1888. Mm-hmm. Um, it's known for its slogan as smooth as silk. Okay. And it's part of the, uh, the Beam brand. And it is, uh, Kessler Whiskey. I didn't know Kessler was part of the Jim Beam umbrella. Yeah, it, uh, was formerly under the, uh, Seagram company, but was purchased by a Beam. Interesting. Nice. Nice. That, nice. Was a, that was a while ago. But uh, started in Leadville, Colorado in the late 1870s. Ah, I've been to Leadville. Yeah. It's yeah. the two-mile two city. It's a, a mile higher than Denver. Correct. Yes. Well, how come Denver and, gets uh, all this the... This is the type of whiskey that your grandpa had stuck in the, the cabinet in the garage. Good old grandpa. And grandma wouldn't find it. Right. <laughs> And uh, this sounds like a personal story. It's uh, <laughs> I actually, my father nor my grandfather, neither one of them drank while I was actually alive on the third. But uh, I have plenty of friends that have grandpas with dusty bottles of Kessler in their garage. <laughs> and uh, this one, this one is incredibly cheap. You can pick up a handle of this for about 18 bucks. Nice, no kidding. And uh, if you go to like a normal bar and you get a just go to the bar and you order a, a a whiskey and coke on the well this is probably what you're getting yeah that's true and uh the number two highest volume sales whiskey in uh, the united states wow. uh, probably for that reason so they make a lot of it it's cheap it'll get you where you're going um and i'm not embarrassed to say that i have some <laughs> Well, the whiskey is this. This is definitely the, the uh, Jim and, and you, Tom. This is your department. So um, 
I, I'm just gonna listen to the to you talk about it and just wish I liked whiskey more. <laughs> but I already gotta tell you, I um, I'm intrigued by the price of this one because <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'll be a cheap ass and I'll buy that stuff. <laughs> well, here here around us, Jim, do you remember Hawkeye? No. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. Well, Hawkeye is the the paint thinner of whiskeys. They make a vodka. They make they make everything. And of course, naturally, it sells pretty high around Iowa City. Sure, naturally. Um, so I, I am a, uh, I got my executive master's in business at the University of Iowa, and uh, listening to people talk about Hawkeye, you're like, I gotta try this, right? Right. It took the enamel off of my teeth. <laughs> oh my so that's definitely. One got to mix with but Kessler you don't you can throw some ice cubes in there it is pretty smooth nice <laughs> <laughs> took the oh my lord all right yeah. anything anything on Ulster else? city but <laughs> no that's that's all I got on the, on, on the cheapest one on my list all right I'm glad I'm glad you guys uh well I don't know what Jim's got but I like that there's some in there that aren't like the most expensive because I was like oh man so these guys are going to come with like these really expensive liquors and i'm like i just drink the shit that i can get down at the corner store you know but yeah. uh, but anyway you'll, you'll find my list is relatively simple at that point oh good just like jim jim okay number yeah. five what's yours buddy <laughs> mine has a wide range of price points on okay. it i would say this is a mid-range price point okay my number five is a scotch and i'm not a big scotch drinker so there's only a select ones that i like and if i'm gonna buy a bottle of scotch it's gonna be mccallan and my number five is Macallan, specifically a 12-year Macallan. That's that's the only one I go for. It uh, This bottle will run you about 55 bucks, give or take, depending on where you are. That one's on my list, too. Uh, which one is he on yours? Well, the 25 is on my list. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Why don't you explain sure you to people what the difference is there? Well, yeah. Go ahead. When, you say that it, when you say that they're aged, it means that's how long they spent in the barrel aging got it so so if you take it out of the barrel and put it in a glass bottle it will always be a 12-year scotch if you keep that bottle for another 50 years it's always a 12-year scotch because it'll stop aging in the glass bottle gotcha so i like the 12-year mccallan um but they make they make a 12 they make uh an 18 a 25 a 30 a 40 um in 2007 a bottle of 1926 mccallan was sold for fifty four thousand dollars one of the most expensive bottles ever sold in 2010 a bottle of 64 year old mccallan um in a crystal decanter was sold for four hundred and sixty thousand dollars at sotheby's jesus yeah yeah it's in the guinness book of world's records for most expensive whiskey ever sold at an auction um tom uh had a good time at my wedding buying uh some 25 year old mccallan at the bar uh, <laughs> I remember. I it remember was a time while we were at the bar. And they, <laughs> yeah, what about the when you got the credit card bill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember that, Tommy? I do remember. I think I I sipped it because I don't drink like again. I don't drink a lot of whiskey. Um, but it was uh, it was it felt like it felt expensive when I was drinking some of it. Hmm. So yeah, yeah I didn't even know it was a twenty-five <laughs> at that point in my life. And we got to the bar and that's twenty-five. I see. Well, shit, we better get some of this, right? And uh, we did, and I think it was just uh, uh, Jim's father-in-law and myself and Jim. 
and uh, you know trying to get loose before the wedding a little bit even though there was a open bar <laughs> that would have been <laughs> there was an open bar and then there was a paid bar and, <laughs> and you opted for the paid bar very expensively yeah yeah so uh earlier in the week we had experienced the um the liquor stores there in phoenix and jim took me to literally a store the size of a super walmart that was nothing but liquor and, and uh, there was a bottle of mccallan 18 and it was like 160 bucks for the bottle I, I don't remember maybe it was more than that um but uh i was like man we should get that and I was willing to pay for it, but, you know, Jim talked me out of it, and I think we just got something else. I know we got, besides drunk, we got some other <laughs> or whatever. And uh, we're at the wedding, and we see, oh, shit, that's a 25. Let's do it. And they they presented it very well. They had this small wooden box to show up, and they would fill it with water with this little ladle, and then they would nitrogen freeze this into a sphere of ice drop it into your cup, and it's a decent-sized, decent-sized tumbler, and fill it up. I mean, you don't say, I want a double. You don't say what you say. I want a pound 25. And they know they're popping it off to the point where you can see the meniscus in the top of the liquid, right? So we each had two, I think. I had one because I had to go get pictures taken and stuff. I had to do, oh, like, okay. this, this whole, yeah, like, matrimony thing. Yeah. I don't remember. But I do remember... <laughs> was and i went back and looked it up at gemini talk last week what i did have at the end of that was a 752 dollar and 75 cent bill oh <laughs> unbelievable uh i did pay it without complaining um but uh that was cashy and then i had to go explain to my now ex-wife about how i had a 752 dollar and 75 cent bar tab Tommy, uh, are you using a three-hole punch over there? What are you doing? I'm sorry. I was looking up something on the computer. You can hear that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It like typing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm... Okay, I'm sorry. Continue, Tom. Oh, I was I was just getting my, my pick ready here, and apparently it's louder than... <laughs> All right. You know, I'm just going to keep drinking and listening to your story. Please, Excellent. Please continue. But, yeah, so I got to explain that. But, it, it, I don't know. We had a blast. It's all in the past now. Uh, it's, it's the only time in my life I've ever had a whiskey that was old enough to legally drink itself. <laughs> That's a good whiskey, then, right? That's a good whiskey. Yeah. That's a good whiskey. Nice. Um, real quick, just before I'm done here, there's a couple whiskey terms. Single malt is one of them. And a, a single malt whiskey is one that's produced entirely in one distillery. There's another term called single cask, which means that all of the whiskey comes out of just that one cask. Uh, if it's a blended malt, it's whiskeys that are used from different distilleries to make make the blend. Macallan is a single malt, and it's uh, considered a better than a blend, in my book, anyway. I agree. Good, good. Is that all you guys? Is that all you got, Jim? On yours? That's it, man. Macallan. It's it's actually the Macallan, just like the Ohio State University. All right, yeah. easy one of there. which I hate, the other one I don't. Okay, good. <laughs> I was gonna say I had enough of that Ohio State stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, my number five is not a is not a whiskey. I don't know if you could tell. I don't probably won't have any whiskeys on mine. <laughs> but uh, it mine is a tequila, and it is it's not very expensive. It's actually from uh, uh, 
the famous uh, singer Sammy Hagar, and it's Kabu Wabu Tequila. Oh, yeah. Nice. I, um, I'm not the biggest tequila fan. If I drink tequila, I do like it like in margaritas or in mixed drinks. Um, but I could, there's a few times I could take a shot of tequila, and I, I like Kabu Wabu. It's, it's good. You can get, pretty much get it everywhere now. But uh, it's um, it, it started hit it hit the United States for sale and stuff in 1999. But it was actually, like I said, formed by uh, or not formed, but um, Sammy Hagar, who used to be the lead singer of Van Halen, and uh, and he bought a he bought a place in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and um, with his bandmates at the time back in like 1985. And they opened it's a place for them to hang out, drink, party, and play music. And um, since then, it was losing money. So then the rest of his bandmates of Van Halen got out of the business. And then he got out of Van Halen. And then uh, and, uh, he kept it. And it has just it's grown into a huge success. The bar itself, um, he's got like three locations, I believe. Um, you know, obviously, the one in Mexico and then two in the United States now. And, uh, and it's great. But he, um, real quick on the name Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabu. He came up with obviously the name Cabo is Cabo or is from uh, the town, and um, and Wabu was when he would see people leaving certain bars and he would say they're wobbling and he's like they're doing the Cabo Wabu and that's where Cabo Wabu came from, and uh, oh, nice. yeah and so that's pretty cool and then so actually so in the late 90s in his bar he was he would just serve his patrons a house brand of tequila that was made at a local distillery uh, in the state of. Uh, Jalisco and uh, and um, and so they all liked it so much. Uh, a, a wine importer from Napa Valley approached them about uh, dis- uh, distributing it, and in so in '99 it hit the United States for sale. And the first year they sold uh, 37,000 cases, and then by the uh, second year they're up to 140,000 cases, and now it's one of the best-selling um, tequilas out there in the United States, and. Uh, it's good, and my favorite one that I like of their they have three kinds. Um, and, but my favorite one is the Blanco. Uh, it's just really good. I don't know. I just I, I like I said, I'm not a huge person who knows everything about liquor, but I like the Blanco. It's it's, it's great. It's colorless, tons of flavor. Um, there's a little spice in it, which is good. It's not like drinking like, and I, I apologize if one of these is on your list, but like like a house. It's not like a house brand tequila where you're just like this tastes like dirt. Um, it just tastes really you, good. Do you just drink that straight up? Um, I could, I could drink, I could drink that straight up. Um, I don't anymore. I, I had a, I had a tequila run in my twenties, Tom, and, uh, okay. I'm not, not, too, I don't allow myself to do that anymore, but I do like it in margaritas. We'll make margaritas all summer long here okay. on the back, oh, on yeah. my back porch. And, uh, it's good. And Sammy Hagar no longer owns Cabo Wabo. He did sell it off and he made millions of dollars, I'm sure. Um, I don't have a lot of information on how he, he, that he sold, where, who he sold it off to, but the um, Sky Spirits of San Francisco now owns it, and they're a vodka producer. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, it's just really good. I like it. Um, again, I like margaritas a lot, and so I'll put it in that for sure. But, yeah, there was a time uh, I was drinking uh, – I drank uh, quite a bit of tequila, and uh, I, I just don't allow myself to do that anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, mine the Cabo Wabo tequila. You guys ever had that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There I was like tequila. at a, another friend's uh, bachelor party. I was the best man for a friend of mine, and uh, this is before like this was he got married when we were, I was like we we were like twenty two, and we were at a bar, 
and it was a Mexican bar, and I said, hey, it was, I'm buying everyone margaritas. And, of course, I just had a, threw a credit card down like a moron. I think I'm still paying that off, by the way. And, um, <laughs> and I, I said, put triple – I said, well, double shots. You can do triple shots. Double shots, and I remember he's yelling – just keep yelling Cabo Wabu over and over and over again. And, um, and then I, like you, Tom got that bill and it was like 300 and some dollars. I bought like 11 tall margaritas. And of course that's the cost of three whiskey drinks you're talking about. But, um, it was just like, oh, what the hell am I doing? Like, I cannot afford it. It's like, of course, you know, and then when you're 22, you know, your, your credit card, it's like what twenty two percent or twenty eight percent or whatever on the sure yeah so yeah. I'm like oh good yeah when you're twenty two when you're twenty two years old it's probably like forty eight right yeah because <laughs> and you don't know any better like this is free money yeah but uh, oh I lo- I love I just love it I can't wait for summer just to have more of this stuff it's uh it's good stuff so uh, let's see here Tom you're up again you got your number four I do have my number four it's actually Macallan twenty five so we already told <laughs> we already talked about the okay that was your number four all right. <laughs> All right, Jim, what about your number four? Oh, right. My number four is a – primarily it's a bourbon. I, I'm Bourbon's my favorite. That's my main drink. So my number four is um, a company called Bullet. And Bullet primarily does a bourbon, and they do a rye. I like the rye better than the bourbon personally. But you're looking at – this is a lower price point. You're looking at – I've seen the bottle is always about 23 bucks. Sometimes it goes up to about 28, but it's in that range. Um, it is one of the main destinations on the bourbon trail in Kentucky, which I've always wanted to do. Uh, the main stops are Angel's Envy, which is another great bourbon. Bullet, Evan Williams, Four Roses, Hill, Heaven's Hill, Beam, Makers, uh, Lexington Brewing, Wild Turkey, and Woodford are the main stops on that trail. Um, bourbon is well, was primarily made in Kentucky, but now it can be made everywhere. Uh, there's no minimum specified duration for its aging period. Um, it can be as little as three months, and then it can go, you know, however however long you want it to be. Um, it's, uh, let's see, it was uh, according to Tom Bullet. it's B-U-L-L-E-I-T, Bullet. According to Tom Bullet, the son of the original creator, Augustus Bullet. of course oh, it is. There's his a, name is Augustus. That's a great name. I'm sure he's wearing a coonskin cap and a black and white picture somewhere. Uh, <laughs> he developed the modern band. The first batch of Bullet Bourbon was made around 1830, and he continued to produce it until his death in 1860. The current recipe is different from the original. It uh, uses the original uses about two thirds rye and one third corn, which would make it a rye whiskey, not actually a bourbon by today's legal standards. Because these are actual legal definitions of what makes what. It has to be. Um, 51% corn, I think, to make a bourbon. Uh, they started making this version in 1987 uh, with a high rye content, relatively high for a bourbon. And Seagram's bought the brand in 97 and began to selling it in Kentucky. Um, it's available in the UK, Australia, Germany. Let's see. Uh, the current bourbon has 68% corn, 28% rye. And that's considered high for a bourbon. Um, they do make a, a barrel strength now. Did you know that, Tom? That Bullet I, makes barrel strength? I did when I was doing my research. I, I should have put Bullet on my list. Part of, part of the reason why I didn't is I knew you would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it is it's it's uh, it ranks up there with me. Uh, trying to be a little bit more diverse. I think there's another one on my list that's probably going to hit yours too. Okay. But um, but yeah. 
I've never had it. I, I've actually never even seen it. You know, it's um, right now. It's only available in Kentucky. I didn't. I didn't even know that it existed. But they they do a ten year and a a, a, a uh, rye and a bourbon. And but now they just came out with this barrel strength. Um, I'd like to get my hands on some of it though. And a big chunk of my kinfolk are from around Louisville. <laughs> you know that my uncle Tom and all his nine hundred kids and yeah, kids. Yeah, so uh, plan on making a trip down to Owensboro, Kentucky this summer. See if you can uh, wrestle me up a bottle of that. Well, my cousin Brandy's husband, Joe, wants to do the bourbon trip. I didn't even check a price point on that. I, I don't even know. I'm not sure I what it would cost. Yeah. Well, I'll just take a second mortgage out. We'll get some. <laughs> I did find American, this interesting. That's so the American many... way, just go into more debt, right? <laughs> sure. Whatever. Right. Sure, whatever. I found it interesting. There's a lot of definitions of different whiskeys. And uh, like I said, a rye has to have 51% rye by American legal standards. Canadian whiskey, which is often referred to as just a rye whiskey for historical reasons, uh, does not actually have to include any rye in it whatsoever. Hmm. So, so so Canadian whiskeys can call themselves ryes and contain absolutely no rye. I thought that was that was kind of interesting. interesting. But that's it. That's uh, that's my number four, Bullet. It's usually my go-to. I call it my house brand here at the house. I usually keep Bullet Rye on uh, in, a, in a decanter pretty much all the time. That's my, my good, like, cheaper bottle go-to at about $23, $24. Nice. That's your number four with a bullet. That's my n- number four with a bullet. Hello. I'll be here all week, by the way. Hi-oh. Hey-oh. <laughs> Try the veal. And- and uh, my son's screaming upstairs, so I'm going to take a break and run up there. You guys keep going. I'll jump back in. Okay. I'm just going to make sure. Yeah, he's, uh, you... he's, yeah, he's losing it. I'm going to go get him. Okay. And then uh, you, you keep going with your list. And See I'll be if right he can weigh in on which one of mom's boobies is the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> our, our nicknames are Boob and Bottle. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. That's how he knows us. Which one are you? Boob. Oh, right. Fair question, though. Yeah. All right. I'll be back. We'll continue. You do you. We'll continue. All right. All right. All right. Well, my <laughs> my number four, Tom, you still there? Yeah. I am. All right. Well, my number four is my number five and half of my number four. Oh, good. There you go. Good job. Uh, my number four is uh, uh, it is now I'm going away from the tequilas and I've, I'm, I have no whiskeys on here. And so I'm going with the clear drinks here. And it is Crystal Head Vodka. Have you heard of Crystal Head Vodka, Tom? Heard of that? No. No. Crystal Head Vodka is uh, it's a brand of vodka, obviously, uh, manufactured by Globefill Inc. in Newfoundland, uh, Canada. And it was conceived uh, and founded by actor Dan Aykroyd and, oh, art- cool. yeah, and artist John Alexander in 2007. Now, of course, uh, the reason I love it, or not the only reason I love it, one of the reasons I love it, it comes in a crystal skull bottle and that looks absolutely awesome <laughs> i have seen that yeah it, it's a more it's a little spendier you know and it's uh it's not even my it's not my favorite vodka but i had to put it on here because when i when i'm holding that bottle and uh i, I just you know my last name is skull i just look freaking awesome holding it so uh, i had to put that out here but it is uh the vodka itself is a uh, quadruple distilled seven times filtered with the final three filtrations through uh, Hemker, uh, sorry, Hermker 
diamond crystals, which that's where they get the crystal name for the, yeah. and, and then of course the crystal bod, um, the crystal skull bottle, um, is uh, is what it's served or what it's uh, comes in, and it just looks awesome. Um, they first con- Aykroyd and jo- Dan Aykroyd and John Alexander first conceived the idea for Crystal Head Vodka in 2007, like I said, but due to the lack, because they they wanted to, um, there was a lack of additive-free vodka on the market, and Aykroyd deci- decided to make one himself, and so that's pretty much where it's a, we just want to do something that uh, doesn't have a bunch of additives in it, and that's where it came from. And um, and then they designed the bottle based on the their the their shared fascination with the legend of the thirteen crystal skulls, which was um, a couple of years back. There was an Indiana Jones movie about the same thing. So sure. yeah, and you see History Channel stuff on that all the time. And and uh, so that's uh, that's that's where the name came from. Uh, as in uh, in May 2011, they sold 21,000 bottles. Or no, I'm sorry, they um, 21,000 dollars. 20,000. Twenty-one thousand bottles of vodka were stolen from a warehouse in Southern California, and Dan wow. Eckert joked that he was happy that some some uh, consumers will be afforded the opportunity of tasting it uh, at a significantly lower retail price because <laughs> they stole it. So he didn't <laughs> care because he's like, I don't care if they like it, they'll buy more. So, um, right. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it, when you have Dan Aykroyd money, you can yeah. He doesn't care. Exactly. He doesn't care. It's good though. I like it. It's it's. I think it's it's uh, it's not my, like I said. It's not my favorite vodka, um, but it's it's really good. Um, it comes in a it's de- definitely the marketing gets you because it comes in that cool bottle. And they actually at the liquor store I go to, they sell it, and they actually sell little. Um, little glasses with it that are also shaped like skulls <laughs> and so like it's oh, yeah and like i said I, I just look freaking awesome uh drinking it anyway um it's won many awards do, do, do you buy it because of your last name of course of course okay. why do you think the first well, okay i shouldn't say i buy this all the time because it is more expensive um and i i was gifted it the first time i ever had it um and uh it's it's pretty good though but if like of course it, it's it's got my name in it i have to like it right i mean well, when you mentioned that it had the skull for the bottle, yeah, um, that's that's how I know it. I've never personally drank it, but yeah, uh, I had had some at my house. I don't know if it was for a stock the bar party or something that I had. But anyway, the the bottle got left at my house. Yeah, and I thought it was so cool around Halloween, I'd fill it with Reese's Pieces. Right. Yeah. yeah. We I we put we put um, uh, Halloween because we have a, I kept one of the bottles. Uh, we put. Uh, lights in it you know it just looks cool oh that yeah yeah so um but it is good it is good vodka um i don't get it all the time because it is more expensive than my normal ones i buy but uh it's it's really good i like it um in vodka you know um i i mix it with i i never really drink straight vodka i usually mix it with a lot of things but um i'm like i'm gonna get into what i mix in with my vodkas later in my list so i won't get into that yet but Jim, have you ever had uh, Crystal Head vodka? I have not, but I also don't. I don't drink a lot of different vodkas. Sure. I have I have like my go-to brand because I I mix vodka, so I'm not really like too yeah. particular as to what they taste like, I guess. Right. Um, but I buy Kettle One. That's my go-to vodka, and I pretty much just stick with that. Okay. Cool. Um, one other thing on there. Um, it was actually in development at the same time as the movie I mentioned, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And sensing a conflict, Dan Aykroyd actually arranged a meeting with Steven Spielberg um, to resolve any issue because he he was not he didn't know Steven Spielberg was making that movie and what it was about, and he was making his vodka at the same time. And so um, 
and so he wanted to make sure everything was cool. And but to Aykroyd's surprise, Spielberg suggested uh, you should serve that at uh, the premiere. And so that's what they served at the premiere of Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. So that's kind of cool. Excellent. Yeah, cool. that's what I got. That's my number four. So what is uh, Tom? What's your number three now? Holy smokes, cruising along. Well, just to update, I am done with my five and four. <laughs> Tom's, we're we're going to get to Tom's number two, and it's just going to be silence on the other end because he's going to be sleeping. <laughs> oh. No, sir. Okay. What do you, you know got? Be better than that. I know. I know. Okay. This one needs no introduction, but since uh, nobody can see this, I guess I have to get one. Yeah. Um, Johnny Walker Black. I, I, I am a scotch drinker. Uh, I do enjoy it, um, but uh, Johnny Walker holds a special place in my heart. It was the uh, very first scotch I was ever introduced to. Um, I believe one of the first things I said was, why is the label crooked? Because <laughs> if you know Johnny Walker, you can look at it, and the label's always crooked. It's not It's not really very expensive. I mean, you can pull it down for about, I don't know, a little over 30 bucks, probably. Um it's one of those good ones. You come home, you pour it neat while you're cooking dinner. You know, depending on what you're making, it's good when you're grilling out. Um, it's definitely named after an actual Johnny Walker. And in Scotland back in the day, uh, you had to get your scotch from, the, you could get it from the local grocery store. And uh, Johnny Walker was a, he was a farmer. And uh, he was very young uh, when he started making his scotch. And uh, apparently, they didn't have uh, iPads or YouTube or anything back then, so kids had to, you know, find something to do, and his thing was making scotch. So he uh, started making scotch, and his dad passed away, and he had to sell the farm. He couldn't do it do it all himself, so he sold the farm. And uh, I believe as a teenager, he opened a grocery store, and uh, he sold his scotch out of this grocery store. And uh, that's kind of where the whole thing started. And it is... Uh, it is a blend. You can get single malt. Um, you can get high-end versions of it too. Um, but it's just a, a really good, smooth scotch. And I enjoy it. I don't get it that often. Maybe like once a month I'll pick some up. But uh, I don't know. It's one of the best out there, I think. They do have a bottle, though, that is... Uh, $22,577.44. So, Tommy, if you can't come up with that $0.44, cents, maybe they'll cut us a deal. Oh, I, I can do that. I can do that. But uh, it is a it is a blend of 45-year-old to 70-year-old whiskeys. Jeez. Uh, and it celebrates the, uh, the legacy of the company. So, um, if you got a giant briefcase of cash laying around, we can go pick some up. we got to fly to Scotland to do it, though. Hmm. I mean, at that point, what's the expense? If I'm going to spend that on the scotch, I might as well fly to Scotland, right? Right. right. I got the money for the scotch, but I can't afford the plane ticket. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. What a double-edged sword that is. <laughs> right. I know. What? Um, like rich white people problems. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Walker. Now, uh, like you, you just mentioned, I mean, it's more of a famous. It, it, there's black. There's red. There's there's a Johnny Walker blue, blue. Right? right? Yeah. Green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a gold. When I was in China, so when I, was, I went to China a couple years ago, there was a, a knockoff of Johnny Walker. Now, the label was perfect. The bottle was perfect. Everything about it was perfect, except for it said Johnny Walker Platinum on it. 
which I had never heard of. And when you tasted it, you knew it wasn't Johnny Walker, right? It's a knockoff. So we all called it Johnny Rocker. Oh. <laughs> so, but Johnny Walker is the most popular scotch in the world. Um, the world scotch whiskey, if it was a, if it was a high school, Johnny Walker would probably win all of the, uh, all of the uh, things awarded in the yearbook, like most likely the feed and all that. It's 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 good stuff. Nice, nice. I have some right here. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, 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 cheers to you guys. <laughs> All right, uh, that's a good pick. I like that, Tom. All right, Jim, what uh, what about you? You got you got baby in hand there, or is he? Is I he do. Sleeping? I. You know, Tom. Every once in a while, we all just want to be held. Uh-huh. Oh, I and, know. Uh, tell me about it. And my, my son likes to be held pretty much all the time, so he's he's quiet for right now. Okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see how he does. I just want to be held and told it's 1993. <laughs> Can somebody do that for me, please? Like, mm-hmm. And the more I drink, the older it'll get. So, like in a couple minutes, it'll be 1992, then 1991, you know, and then I'll just be happy. <laughs> Live the 90s all over again. All right, <laughs> Jim, what do you got for your number three? Uh, my number three is still a bourbon, uh-huh. and this is um, probably my favorite bourbon at a reasonable price point, and that is Woodford Reserve. And you can pick that up for about mm, 32 bucks a bottle, probably. It is a premium small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It is in Woodford County, Kentucky, and on the bourbon tour, like I said earlier, it's one of the main ones. I believe it's on the historical record for the oldest distillery in Kentucky. It began in 1780. Wow. And yeah, it's on the national. There's a a debate about that. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering who would say that they're older than than Woodford. I agree with you that it is Woodford, but there is a debate about that. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to hear who's uh, who's debating it. And we're um, gonna settle it tonight. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I think the only other thing I have on Woodford is you'll you'll see the name a lot at Churchill Downs. It's the um, the official bourbon of the Kentucky Derby. And it's used in a $1,000 price tagged mint julep cocktail that's sold to the patrons on Derby Day. Thousand bucks for one drink? Yeah, come to my house. I can make that for about $4. Yeah. I'm not going to pay even that $4. If I come to your house, you're just going to give it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's Especially for a julep. For a julep, yeah. Do you like, you guys like mint juleps? I'm going to pay $90 for mimosa. Yeah. I, do, I do like mint juleps. I, I have a mint bush in my backyard, and I'll make mint juleps right. here. Let's not get personal now. All right. Um, what, sorry. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that really means. Well, I don't know most of what you talk about. Anyway, okay, cool. Is that all you got on Woodford? Yeah, that's it. That's it's it? My, it's, to me, it's the best bourbon you can get for about mm-hmm. that price point in the $30. Do you guys have that on your bar right now? What's that? Do you have that on your bar right now? I do not. I do not have Woodford on my bar right now. Well, better go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my my number three. I'm going local here. I got one that's made right here in uh, the great state of Minnesota, in uh, in the town I live in, Duluth, Minnesota, and it is from uh, Vickery Distillery, 
and they make a variety of products, but my favorite of theirs is uh, their Lake Superior Vodka. Uh, it is very, very good. And it's made, of course, Victory Distillery here in town. Um, you know, the big claim to fame for Duluth, Minnesota, where I'm from, is we're on the tip of Lake Superior. And so everything, you know, they use is, of course, Lake Superior water for everything. And they make, uh, they have whiskey, they have gin, and uh, vodka. And uh, their, their specialty is gin. They have three different types of gins, and I'm not a big gin person. Um, although I've done their tour and everything, and I've sampled their, their juniper gin and stuff like that, but it's really good. But I'm not, I, I just, uh, gin and I don't agree with each other. And uh, just like Jim and I don't agree with each other. Uh, but um, I'm going with like their Lake Superior Vodka. It's awesome. It's, uh, it's clean. It's, the, it's just, I don't know. It just tastes so good. Um, I'm probably partial because it's from where I am, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty good. And uh, you guys can get it. Uh, Tom, I believe they do sell it a few places in Illinois. And Really? Yeah, um, and uh, I can you can go to their website uh, and check it out. But it's between Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, and Pennsylvania. So, Jim, I believe the closest one you can get is right on the other side of the border from Ohio. Uh, is a couple places in Pennsylvania you can get. So, um, it just that it, it's not in this. It's not in it's not in Ohio. No, I'm sorry. Um, you're too close to you're too close to Canada. You can get good stuff there. You know, so uh, they do like for you guys. They do make a really good whiskey, a sugar brush uh, whiskey. Um, I, I I don't like it, but every, everyone seems like it. They sell out a lot all the time. It's really hard to find actually here locally to get this because they're selling out constantly. And it literally is just ran by these two people, Emily and Joe Vickery. Um, uh, they're just it's two people who wanted to start a distillery. Duluth is known for we have tons of. And we've talked about it. We have tons of local breweries. Like, we have tons of craft beer here, but um, this is our only distillery, and it's really cool. And if you guys ever come to visit, we'll have to go check, do the tour. It's a lot of fun. Um, the tour is free. They just have you buy one drink as you come in. There's a little bar as you come in. You you can sample the drink as you're walking around, and uh, they talk about how they make all this stuff. But it is just really good. Um, uh, it's not my favorite vodka. That's why it's my number three. But um, it's cool. It's really good. And... Um, uh, that's all I got really to say on it. There's not a whole lot of information on it, um, but uh, I like it. I, I don't. I wouldn't mind a little uh, orange juice with it in my in my morning uh, in my morning routine. I'll just say that. Maybe. Yeah. So, Sounds like something for tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, I'm, I am off tomorrow. You know, work. So yeah. you are off tomorrow. But yeah, that's it. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I do suggest people go out there and check it out. VickoryDistillery.com. Uh, they have a lot of cool stuff. And if you are in the Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, or Pennsylvania area, try it. It's really good. And um, they're, if you like gin, they have ton, three different gins, like I said. People love that stuff. So, um, you know, just try it out. And uh, just know that uh, it's right, 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 right here in Duluth, Minnesota. Right in my, right, right in my backyard. It's nice. It's nice. I am actually really looking forward to trying that when I come up. Yeah, I I, uh, I looked into. Remember, Jim, when you said you looked into uh, buying some beer and sending it to me. Yeah. And the shipping was more than uh, <laughs> than the beer itself. Significantly, yeah. Same thing here. <laughs> I was gonna buy the whiskey <laughs> and send it to you, but it's like I it would be cheaper for me to buy it and then drive there <laughs> and give it to you. So uh, well, eventually you'll get some. Eventually you'll get some. So you're off tomorrow. So you'll be here tomorrow night then. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? You cool. know what? I'm just gonna quit my job. Let's just yeah. do that. I mean, that's whatever. Fine. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got on it. That's my number three. So 
All right. All right, Tom, what's your number two? Number two. Um, this one comes from the, uh, the folks at Buffalo Trace. Nice. But it is not Buffalo Trace. Nice. Okay. I like it where you're going with this. <laughs> it is a, it is Blanton's. Yes, sir. Uh, single barrel bourbon. That is also my number two. Oh, cool. Look at you guys. Um, typically aged six to eight years in uh, Warehouse H at Buffalo Trace, which is... If you've ever driven by there, I remember I've been by there. I've been by a few places down there in Kentucky. I was doing some work down there about four years ago and made the trip every Sunday. So we did hit like Jim Beam and Wild Turkey, uh, those distillery tours. But uh, um, it it looks kind of old and ran down. And I'm sure on the inside, it, it's not. But um, apparently Warehouse H is where the best bourbon in America comes from, and uh, I believe it to be so. Yes. Uh, Blanton's is uh, with top notch, it's single barrel, 93 proof. Um, it'll definitely get you where you're going. Uh, the the cork's got the uh, the horses that have won the Triple Crown on it. I mean, it is Kentucky through and through. Um, I love it. It's uh, anymore, they, they had a shortage of it a while back, I guess, apparently. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm sure somebody here being on the internet will fact check me on this. Um, they had a, a fire, and they had to shut down the equipment that they used to make plantains to make uh, a higher production bourbon or whiskey. And so since they aged six to eight weeks, or six to eight years, sorry, um, they had that gap in production and we felt that gap because I used to be able to go to a super Walmart and get a bottle of this for about, about 40 bucks. And, uh, then all of a sudden you couldn't get it anymore. And, uh, then it came back and it's around $60, 55 to $60 now. But, uh, but yeah, there was that gap in production, but, uh, it's still my favorite. The bottle's gorgeous. Um, the inspection notes are handwritten. I mean, it is, it's a really pretty bottle that usually doesn't make it through the night normally. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I do enjoy it very much. And, and honestly, there's this little town, and Jim, Jim's been there plenty of times. I know he's... He, I know his mom makes him pay a visit every time he comes back, and that's LeClaire, <laughs> Iowa. And yep. uh, LeClaire, Iowa is a little small town on the Mississippi River. It's actually about 15 minutes away from where I live. And uh, it's like, a, you know, uh, kind of one of those touristy summer towns where people from Chicago come down to taste wine and blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's a little crappy gas station on, on the north side of town uh, that actually has the longest row of bottles of this I've ever seen and they're covered in dust because nobody's going to spend it's $55 nobody's going to spend $55 on bourbon at a gas station so that's my that's my hookup <laughs> that and town you is get, uh... you, you also get your gas cheaper there if you go in and pay in cash in oh, Jesus <laughs> that town's uh, claim to fame is uh, the the guys the American Pickers have their, sh- yeah. their store there that's kind oh, of the claim to fame I, I thought that name sounded familiar because my yeah, wife and I love that from. show. We watch that show all the time. Yeah. So, cool. Um, I just yeah. I picked up a bottle of blends a couple weeks back. And um, 
I wanted to do like a, my own little personal taste test. And because um, I have a hard time when you buy an expensive bottle of wine or whiskey or whatever you're buying, you kind of wonder, at least I wonder, am I, am I tasting the price tag or am I tasting it because it's actually good? Right. You know, so I, I poured it out. I had a glass of this. I had a glass of uh, one of my favorite bourbons. It's from a distillery that's in Leclerc. It's called Mississippi River Distillery. You can probably buy it. They distribute to like 27 states now, Ohio not being one of them. And uh, I, had, I had their bourbon called Cody Road. I had some Knob Creek. Um, I think I had one other one. I poured them in all into little shot glasses and tasted each one. And the bourbons that I thought that I loved, like Cody Road was my favorite. Blanton's puts it to shame. Like it is legitimately, in my book, the best bourbon you can get. I agree. Nice. And now uh, you said, Jimmy, that you, yeah, that's your number two, right? Yeah, that's Same. my number two. Yep. So nice. Uh, my number two, um, Jim, you mentioned it already. And it is Kettle One Vodka. Nah, I love Kettle One. Love Kettle One. Um, I, this would normally be my number one probably, but there's an, another one I like a little bit better. But um, basically because it's cheaper <laughs> and we have it, can get it more often. But uh, Kettle One Vodka is uh, it's amazing. I love it. It's so good. Um, uh, it's... You know, some people like Sky and all those other ones, and it's like, no, no, Kettle One's where it's at. Love it. Uh, f- first time it was, uh, it, it was founded in 1691 is when uh, Kettle One vodka started being made. It's 80 proof, like most of these vodkas. Um, they do have other flavors, citron and orange. Uh, forget about those. You don't need, you don't need those ever. Just get the normal Kettle One vodka, and uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, the Kettle, Kettle, why it's called Kettle. Uh, that word is actually means uh, it's Dutch for pot still, and that's where it's uh, it's made it's distilled in uh, in a copper pot, and so that's and and the reason it has the number one is because it was in the, the distilled number one, and that's the, the the recipe they liked the most, and so that's why they call it kettle one vodka, and um, like I said, they opened uh, they started in 1691 in the Netherlands, um, but they opened in the U.S. in 1902. They opened a distillery and then sold vodka under uh, a different name, Imperial Eagle Vodka, but um, it was the same vodka. Um, they were forced to close during Prohibition, just like most places, um, and then the guy, uh, the, the Nolet family, um, owns it, and uh, he was forced to leave the country at that point. But um, uh, then they def- definitely came back, of course, and then, uh, but not until 1983 is when you can get Kettle One in the U.S. again. And uh, it was in the San Francisco area, and you could only get it at the Bix Restaurant and Supper Club at the time. And rather than advertising uh, d- directly to customers, the company just encouraged their bartenders and distributors to sell their product. They just talked to customers about it and like, oh, you should try this vodka. And it was just word of mouth, <laughs> basically, until, um, a- until uh, was it 2010 is when they actually had their first um, advertising campaign for it. And so, like, oh, I remember that. yeah, and so like they, no one, you know, people knew about it. We all knew about it, but it wasn't until you see advertisements. It wasn't until 2010, so it's just kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> they sold, uh, they increased their sales in 1992 to 7,000 cases, and then the next year it went to 250,000 cases, and now they're over a million cases a year, of course, every year now. So they're definitely uh, America's favorite, one of the America's favorite, and the world's favorite as well. Um, I love it. I just, I love, I love it. And what I like with it is a little, um, I pour it in, have some ice, pour it, and then I put a little, uh, a little uh, gin uh, tonic in it, 
and that's uh, that's that's where it's at. Just a ton, just a vodka tonic. Put a little lime in there just for fun in the summertime. And summertime, I'll put a little grapefruit juice in there just to make me feel like I'm on the beach. And uh, there you go. And uh, if I drink at least three of them, I feel like I'm on the beach anyway. So it's great. Perfect. And uh, yeah. So yeah, that's my number uh, number two kettle one vodka. God bless the Netherlands. Very nice. Before yeah. we do number ones, you would do some uh, honorable mentions here. Sure, sure. Uh, what do you guys got? I'll let you go first, Jim. Okay. Um, Bourbon-wise, I like Angel's Envy. It's finished off in a port barrel. It's got a good flavor to it. Buffalo Trace, uh, where Tom said um, Blanton's is distilled at. They their main bottle is a cheap bottle, about twenty three bucks, and it's it's one of the better ones you can get, especially at that price point. Templeton Rye is really good. Jefferson makes a good one, good bourbon. Um, if I'm going to do rum, I do Appleton. After we okay. we honeymooned in Jamaica, and that's a Jamaican rum, so we drank a lot of it. And I think that's like fourteen bucks a bottle. It's incredibly cheap, and that's my go-to rum. Um, I mentioned Mississippi River Distillery. That's a great one. Their bourbon's really good. And Tom, another drink. What? What? I'm sorry. I heard ice and pouring. That's Tom. That's my business. That's my business. <laughs> Jim was talking. It's like you put Jim... a microphone in your freezer. You guys don't know where I am. You don't need to know where I am. It. Look, just know that I'm very happy right now. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Minnesota. He lives in a freezer. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm sitting outside right now. This is great. You drinking out vodka? You can sit outside all all winter long. It's great. And some shorts. Uh, yeah. And when I talked about uh, talked about drinking a price tag. We were at a bar, like a Prohibition-style cocktail bar, and they had a bottle of, uh, it's, it's a bottle called Pappy Van Winkle. If you don't know bourbons, that sounds like um, it sounds like a, a trainer for the Olympic team, but it's not. It's uh, it's one of one of the most prestigious bottles of bourbon you can find. Like their low end, their 10-year end is like a $700 bottle. And they had some, and I've never seen it. They had an 18-year, which is like a $3,000 bottle. So I tried it. I got an ounce of it, a shot of it for 35 bucks. I'm like, I'm, in, I'm just going to do it. And it was one where I'm like, am I drinking it? It's like, does it taste good because it's expensive? Really didn't. I mean, for, for $35 a shot, I, I would have rather had a Blanton's or a Woodford or even a Bullet, I think, had, had better flavor. And, and people who know bourbons or whiskeys will definitely call me out that I'm ignorant for that. But that's, I don't know, that's my personal opinion. It's way overpriced. I think it's way overpriced. It's incredibly overpriced. What about you, Tom? Any any honorable mentions? Uh, for me, I, I did have Pappy Van Winkle on mine too. Um, He's the new trainer for the U.S. Uh, U.S. bobsled team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He tried to sell you a reverse mortgage loan. Right. Yeah. Pappy Van Winkle. Pappy Van. Winkle. Oh. Yeah, that was on there. Um, some uh, some things I can't do anymore uh, that I'll definitely honorably mention is uh, Everclear. Oh, God. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Good Lord. Every, little Everclear Mountain Dew. Jimmy knows me from uh, the high school days that he used to, be to go to because <laughs> it was like a dollar. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Patron. Um, you talked oh, yeah. earlier about uh, you know clear tequilas that, that yes. taste good. Now my, my palate can't do it. Uh, Nork in the back of my throat. That's another story. Right. Um, <laughs> Belvedere vodka. Oh yeah, Belvedere. Um, Belvedere is, yep, crisp, clean. Um, not a bad vodka. Um, I would do a, a vodka cranberry with it. 
I didn't really ever like it straight. Plus, it was like a dirty martini, um, which, you know, I would only make it home by myself so nobody makes fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, have, you, have you guys had Tito's? Yes. No. Tito's vodka Tito's is very homemade good. Vodka? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a decent one. Solid price point. Um, not bad, especially if you're mixing it with something, uh, tequila, you know, or, uh, you know, if you're doing just vodka, whatever drinks, that's, that's a good one. Um, gosh. What else? Jameson. Of course, oh, yeah. I gotta mention some Jameson. When I we used to had, watch uh, The Wire, we drank a ton of Jameson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I used to, there was one time I was playing, I don't I was flying back home from Iraq the last time, or Afghanistan, one or two, and uh, stopped in Shannon, Ireland, and there's this little bar that uh, whenever the plane comes in bringing people back from uh, the desert, they open. It doesn't matter what time of day. It'll be 3 o'clock in the morning, they'll open. And uh, they serve Jameson and Guinness. And uh, I hate Guinness with passion, and and everybody on the internet can can flog me for that, but... uh, (laughs) Ah, it's overrated. But uh, I will drink some Jameson, and when you haven't had any booze for a year, uh, it don't it don't really take much Jameson to get you there. Um, Captain Morgan, of course. Um, everybody's had too much of that, and I believe. Uh, see, Jimmy was the best man in my wedding, uh, and we uh, took our toast. Jimmy, you were what, eighteen? 18, 18 yeah. yeah. And we did the toast with, uh, do you remember? Was it SoCo? SoCo. Oh, yeah. God. Oof. SoCo yeah. and Lime? Were those shots? No, so SoCo <laughs> and uh, a Crystal Glass. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, we oh. took it in. So if you look at my old wedding pictures, the ones that didn't get burnt, um, <laughs> you'll see a, a line of a line of guys everything in their their glass is brown and then you'll see all these girls with uh with uh uh, champagne or something stupid right (laughs) (laughs) this isn't new year's and and lastly the the brain grenade uh jagermeister oh yeah yeah i can't do that anymore oh yeah that's a bad i don't know too many people our age that can no it's just (laughs) stupid now it's just it's just going back and thinking like why did i even now the new thing is Fireball. That's what the people are drinking. Oh, no, it's just as stupid. Oh, it's just as dumb gross. as Jaeger. Um, you mm-hmm. mentioned Tommy mentioned mine. Uh, um, Patron. Te- I love Patron tequila. I like that was a close one. I just put Cabo Wabu tequila on my list instead. Um, Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. I cannot drink anymore. Um, Captain Morgan is the only reason i have one failed grade from college <laughs> uh because i totally <laughs> drank like almost a lot of uh, i don't know how much it was. it was it was quite a bit of the bottle of it at a party and uh the next day i had a a, a, a final that i uh slept oh, through got there for the last 10 minutes um uh, basically just walked in and said i failed right and she said yeah and i left <laughs> and so that's and it was like one of those what, uh... general classes you have to take and it was just like it was actually oh. the muslim world was the name of the class and i was trying and was learning all about uh, just their cult that it was that was the class they just taught learned all about muslim the muslim world and everything and i um i uh I sat through the whole class all year 
all semester and I failed by not showing up to the final. You know what? Whatever. You probably should have just joined the military right out of high school. You'd have learned all. I would have learned a lot more. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, I agree. And the other one that I really like a lot and I just can't do anymore because I drink it up so much so quickly is Bacardi rum. Um, I I like rum a lot and uh, um, (laughs) and I just don't drink anymore because like if I put like well, in Mexico, we drink like rum punches and stuff, yeah, and yeah. you just can slam that stuff, and it just—it's not—it ends up not good for me. So next thing you know, you're sending your frogs taking your pants off. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> At two in the afternoon, yeah, and it's thirty in the morning. I, were you there? I think you were there that day. Um, anyway, um, I was there in the Bahamas, and uh, we went on an early morning uh, catamaran uh, snorkeling trip. And uh, came back, and on the way back, they had these five-gallon coolers full of, and it was Bacardi, because they're pouring handles of it into it. Right. Of this rum Because it's 13 cents in the Bahamas. It doesn't cost anything yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So. It's absolutely delicious. You right. know, it's, everybody loves it. You know, I don't right. care if you're 90, you're a 90-pound girl or you're a 300-pound guy, you're going to suck it down like it's candy. Right. Like a five-year-old going through a Christmas stocking. <laughs> and... We drank so much of this, and we met a couple from Wisconsin, and we oh came back. It's like when you pull up to the dock, there's Senor Frogs. Next thing you know, this dude from Wisconsin is up on the bar where you know all these you know college coeds are, and here we're old, and just he took his pants off. <laughs> you know, you 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 don't do that at ten thirty in the morning. No, you know it's just a little <laughs> early for that, unless you're going to take a nap. Right. <laughs> Unless you're taking them off to put shorts on, or are you watching TV, or is that just me? Is that just me? Uh, no, I'm, my my pants are off right now. But, I know, <laughs> we all know. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, and I got my number five or, or my number one already started. Too. All right. Well, let's let's go let's go to that, Tom. What do you got for your number one? <laughs> number one. Yep. Uh, hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My, my number one is going to be no surprise that, to anybody that knows me. Um, my number one is uh, the oldest registered distillery in the United States, and that's Jack Daniels. Nice. Good stuff. So we all know we all know what Jack Daniels is. Everybody likes the Jack and Coke in summer or whatever. I also uh, don't want to paint it with Coke. I will, I will put it on ice or I'll, I'll drink it neat. Um, there's a ton of history about Jack Daniels. Everybody knows the the town in which it's it's made in. You know, it's, it's not a very large town, uh, but it's a dry town, and you can't buy it there. But there is a loophole when you do go to the distillery, you can buy it. Um, they sell you the bottle; it just happens to be full of Jack Daniels. <laughs> so they're not selling you the liquor inside of it; they are selling you the bottle, and it's like a gift set thing and it's not like a regular bottle you pull off of the shell station shelf so um year to date i mean uh they do about 150 million bottles a year give or take um huge money there uh jack daniels was very young uh his name wasn't even really jack daniels but uh but uh he he started that when he was a teenager nope. which we all wish we could right um you can buy your own barrel of it which uh those of you that are married that's you too 
Um, probably wouldn't look good sitting in the uh, dining room, but uh, I got a spot cleared out for mine. Um, he made a bunch of money uh, and then ironically died by kicking a safe. Do you know that story? What? Either of you? No. <laughs> yeah. Jack Daniels died by kicking a safe. Hmm. Would you like to hear that story? I'm not making it up. <laughs> well, I mean, go ahead, Tom. What do you you got? can't make this up. He... So. Wait, how did he... he... Okay, go ahead. You tell uh, me. Okay. <laughs> he, he's, at, he's at work, and, you know, we all have jobs, right? right. Yes. And, and some days are better than others. Okay. Correct. This particular day was not a good day for Jack Daniels. So he had to go. He, some accountant, it's always somebody in accounting, right? Right. Wanted him to go get the books. He goes to the book. He goes to the safe to get the books out. Yeah. Can't get the books out. Safe's not working properly. He gets a little upset. Kicks it and breaks his toe. Okay. Okay. So this led to a blood infection. That he ended up dying from. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's how Jack yeah. Daniels died. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. That's a, see, that's stuff you don't hear on the History Channel. <laughs> that's yeah. good stuff. That's how he died. Okay. Interesting. I got some right here. It tastes delicious. I can tell. What's that one that um, Jack and Honey? Is that is that what it's called? Jack and no, a Lemmy is a is a is a Jack and Coke, isn't it? No, there's a Jack Daniels Honey, isn't there a Jack Daniels Honey? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't don't put that in your body. No, do <laughs> um, I've had I've had it. It's 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 fine. It's good, but it's like it's not. I, I just I, I can't keep that. Some people like to just drink that on ice, and it's like I don't know Ugh, why. No, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's not bad, but it's not great either. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff there, Tom. I like that. Jack Daniels is great. That's one distillery I've always wanted to go and tour and, and stuff. Have you either of you been to it? I have not. Uh, I have some family that has been yeah. there, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, the employees of, of Jack Daniels get a free bottle of whiskey every month. On yeah. the first of the month. Every month? Is that their payment? They don't get paid at all? They just get paid? <laughs> <laughs> There's actually more people that work for Jack Daniels that live in Lynchburg. Really? Huh. Oh. So I think the, the town is like 7,000 people or something like that. There's more people that live there or that work for them that live, than live there. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, Jim. What about you, man? What's your number one? All right. My number one is... Um, it's a tequila. It is the uh, the best-selling tequila in the world at 35.1% of the market share. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to preface this and say not all of them do I like, but I'm going to go with Jose Cuervo. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm only, choosing, I'm only choosing Cuervo for one particular bottle that they make. So nothing that you've ever had in a margarita or at a bar okay. is is what I'm including here. They make their top of the line barrel, their bottle is called Reserva de la Familia. Okay. And uh, it's incredible. It's the best liquor period that I've ever had of any kind. Wow. 
it's uh, it's amazing. And this bottle was gifted to me because I would never spend this much money on a bottle of liquor. Right. Um, it'll come in at my liquor store. It's about 140. You can find it for closer to 120. Uh, not that at that point that twenty dollars really makes too much of a difference, but uh, this was introduced in '95 as the high-end offering from Cuervo. It's 100% blue agave tequila, matured in the La Rojena, La Ro, Rojena? I'll say Rojena Distillery, private cellars. Um, the first edition sold out in weeks. The Reserva de la Familia is classified as an extra Anejo tequila. So there's different tequilas, a Blanco, which you said you like, Tom. A Blanco is a white spirit mm. unnamed. Yes. Uh, a Reposado is rested. It's um, aged a minimum of two months, but less than a year in an oak barrel. And an Anejo is in an oak barrel, um, aged a minimum of one year, but less than three. And then an extra Anejo is aged a minimum of three years in an oak barrel. So it actually has more of a whiskey flavor than it does a tequila flavor because it's aged in an oak barrel for so long. It's, um, man, it's incredible. It's really incredible. It's uh, Cuervo's first extra Anejo offering after the high-end distinction was created in 05. And um, it was named by Bloomberg as uh, one of the best, the 20 best tasted tequilas and on the list of 18 best tequilas in the world by Men's Journal in 2013. Wow. It is my friend Neil brought it for me one time. He came up to visit and he brought out the bottle. I mean, it's, I still have the same bottle. I've had it for over a year and a half and there's probably one glass left in it and I just can't finish my take. I can't bring myself to finish it because I know I'll never buy it again. Yeah, right. How much did you say it was? And it's between, it's, I can get it here for 140 but you can probably get it for about 120 a bottle. That is a lot of money to spend on a bottle of something, you know, for your home. It really it just, It's just yeah. a lot. Um, good. That's good. I didn't think tequila would be your number one, Jim. I love tequila. Yeah. I, I do. There's a, another bottle that I buy to sip on called Cazadores Tequila. They make um, an Anejo, that, and it's about a $30 tequila, but that's really good just to sip meter on ice. I really, really like tequila. It's like Red Bull to me. It makes me yeah. really happy. Right. My wife it makes it incredibly angry. So she doesn't get to drink tequila that no. much anymore. But I really enjoy tequila. I like how it makes me feel. Nice. But this uh, this Cuervo, the Reserva de la Familia, is like, it's by far, it's just levels above anything yeah. else. So. I think where a lot of people have gone wrong, <clears throat> you know, I joked about tequila earlier. Um, it, tequila is meant to just nice and have a nice little sip. You know, like yeah. people like taking shots of tequila is never a good idea. <laughs> you know, like it, you might be fun for a while, but if you continue to do it, it's not good. And uh, and taking shots of bad tequila really ruins it for you. Like you have to get older to really appreciate tequila. You know, and um, man, that sounds good. I really want next when I come visit. Can you save some of that for me? Okay. Please? I will say I will not touch anything that's in this bottle. Okay. And there's there's pro we can probably get each get a small glass out of this. We'll finish this bottle when you come. All right. All right. Sounds okay. good. All right. Tom, are you still there? Yeah. Okay, good. I just thought we had a bad connection. I thought, uh, well, he's gone, but no, we're, he's still there. That's good. That's good. All right. My number one. Uh, my number one is, uh, surprise, surprise, it's a vodka. <laughs> it, uh, it is opulent vodka. Have you guys heard of opulent vodka? No. All right. No. It, it is an American-made vodka, which I know it shouldn't. American-made vodka probably shouldn't be my number one, but I do love this vodka. It is crafted here in America, 
it uh one thing that's different about it that uh, from other vodkas it's distilled five times a lot more distilled like three or four times um and it's made here in my uh, home state of minnesota uh right in saint paul and uh it's very very good i love it and why it's my number one over like kettle one it's uh it's a little cheaper it's a little easier to get <laughs> it's a little uh it's not it doesn't it doesn't uh you can get a good you know for like 20 bucks you can get a nice bottle you know and so um, it's great, and my favorite um, drink to have, I, two different drinks I like to have, I like, I like to do the vodka tonics with it, but uh, my favorite one, and why I learned about this vodka, was there's this, uh, this uh, restaurant uh, place in town called Blackwater Lounge, right here in uh, my town of Duluth, Minnesota, and uh, they have a drink called a cucumber press, which is a drink that people, you can get anywhere, you can look up the recipe online, but they, they serve those for a while, but they would... Uh, infuse their opulent vodka with pineapple and uh, then they muddle cucumbers in the glass pour that vodka in there put a splash of like sprite or a club soda or something in it and it is one of the best drinks i've ever had in my life Mm. and it's awesome and i love i love cucumbers for one and so like it's it's just it's just great and that it's just such a very very good drink and so we do that at home we don't we don't buy a lot of pineapple here in Duluth, Minnesota, so I don't infuse mine with pineapple. I just go ahead and just put the cucumbers and the Sprite in there. Or we get the LaCroix water. I don't know if you've heard of that stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I get the lime one. And uh, so instead of using Sprite or club soda. Um, and that's what I'm drinking right now. I'm on my second one, as you can tell by my uh, slurring. And um, <laughs> it's so good. It's just awesome. Um I think you can get it a lot of places, but like I said, it's it's crafted here in Minnesota, and um, oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. The bottle's awesome, and uh, it's just pretty. It's a pretty. It's pretty drink, and it's fantastic. It's also my wife's favorite. Um, Jim, I know when we talked about our like our summertime uh, songs and summertime activities and stuff, we talked about how my wife and I sit on the back porch in the summertime and we drink and we drink this is what we drink and we listen to the songs and we dance on the on the porch and uh (laughs) this is it's fantastic and uh yeah it's it's the best and it's uh like i said i'm enjoying one right now and uh so cheers to opulent vodka so there you go that's my number one (laughs) good well this was fun man i like this this was good um probably people at home are like geez these guys are just getting drunk um, but that's okay. That's okay. Jim's not because he's got baby there, but Tom no, and I Jim might is, be. Jim is not. Yeah, Jim, Jim is not getting Jim drunk. Jim is fine. Yes. Jim, Just so don't you... call protective services on me. Please, God, no. Yeah. I'm not getting drunk with my baby. Well, Tom Squared is getting drunk because we don't have babies. <laughs> and uh, No, this was good. Uh, this was fun. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. This was good. I, I really learned a lot, seriously, from both of you about – the bourbon and whiskey making process that is one of the coolest things ever if you ever watch things online about it the whole process behind that stuff is so cool it makes me wish i liked whiskey more <laughs> so yeah i i'm uh i mentioned it last time um i got a, an oak barrel one for me and i got one for tom for his birthday and i just poured i thank you again time. what I thank oh you again. Yeah. <laughs> any time <laughs> I uh, I just poured some moonshine in it, Ooh. and then added like some vanilla bean and a coffee bean, and I don't know. It's supposed to sit for like three weeks in this tiny one liter oak barrel, so we'll see what happens on the other end. Nice, nice. Well, good. Well, Jim, how long are you, oh, you going to wait? Jim, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
I'm going to test, I'm going to try a little bit at one week and two weeks and then three weeks. From what I've read, it's between like two and three weeks and a, and a one liter barrel will do the trick, but we'll see. All right. I'm excited to try some of that also when I come to see you, Jim. Well, if it's really bad, there's going to be a lot left, so. <laughs> what would I know? I don't know anything about whiskey. You could be like, this is the best stuff ever. I'm like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Jim, working uh, real quick, where can everyone uh, find us and hear us and all that fun stuff? Uh, they can find us uh, anywhere you stock your ex-girlfriend. We're there at Tom and Jim's Top <laughs> That's right. Even MySpace. I don't think we actually have a MySpace page. Is that a thing anymore? I don't we know do. if that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, we have one. We do? All right. Well, yeah, cool. Check it. Who has a MySpace account yeah. to our, check that? Nobody. Our only friend is Tom, but it's not this Tom and it's not the other Tom <laughs> on the line. It's the other Tom. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Next week, Jim. Uh, we are going to – it's Winter Olympics time here coming up. And so we're going to talk about our favorite – should we talk about our favorite Winter Olympic things or our favorite Winter Olympic events? I don't think we discussed well, that. What would things be if Well, it's like, not is about... there something about the Winter Olympics you like? I guess it would just be events. Let's just go with guess... events. Let's just... I mean, Bob Costas in a, in, a, in, a, in a parka, I guess, would be one of my favorite things. But that's <laughs> – We'll talk about that next week. With pink guy and Krypton. Oh, that poor guy last time. He looked horrible. It was pretty bad. It was pretty he looked bad. terrible. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. We'll talk about some winter sports. I love the Winter Olympics, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about that. Tom, any uh, any Winter Olympic things you like? Do you like the Winter Olympics? Well, I mean, I do. I mean, I like the Olympics every time they're on. I just kind of for a long time thought that a finger up the rear end was checking for a hamstring injury from my figure skating career. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. That you, you may are, want to sir. check into that. You may want to check into that. Well, right. I did. It's definitely wrong. Yeah. You, you may want to may want to take off your uh, Spartan sweatshirt while you say that. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Let's 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 try to let's. This went off the rails about an hour ago, and that's okay. <laughs> we, you know what? I hope everyone who's listening. I hope you are uh, listening to us at home and enjoying some spirits with us. Um, remember not to drink and drive, please, and uh, enjoy responsibly. Uh, and uh, Jim, I am going to – I'm going to call you both back, actually, in five minutes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll be here. Come down.